Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Wasted Local Fantasy Football Podcast, and I did it again. You forgot where I, we were. I forgot. I mean, I know where we're at, but I forgot what we were recording. Oh, yeah. This is that what you just introduced. Yes. And I'm not eating this week. I actually just ate, so you don't have to listen to that again. And shout out to Nathan for calling Daniel out on that, yeah. even though he is the absolute worst person to be in an Xbox party with. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you've got no room to talk, Mr. I'm going to eat Cheez-Its for two hours while we're playing Xbox. So, <laughs> and I know everyone out there that has ever played with him knows. Yeah, everybody knows. He sucks on his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the next next episode, I'm just going to eat a box of cheese. That's Nathan, so you you get a taste of your own medicine. So, <laughs> so things were kind of crazy this week in fantasy. Yeah, it started off with Miles Garrett bashing yeah. in Mason Rudolph's head. Yep. And that was exactly what this fantasy week was like. <laughs> yeah. It kind of like paved the way for the rest of the week. Just, I mean, nobody really did too well. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, other, I mean, I, I scored 132 points, but other than that, everybody was like kind of, you know, mediocre, mediocre, just, just did well. For, just, just yeah. is doing well. We may have jumped the gun on burying her. No, it was still fun. Yeah, it's still fun. But let's go ahead and get into what happened this week. So we'll start at the top here, as usual. Hover around genocide. Myself took out Michael, the chosen one, one thirty-two point one to one eleven point nine, and this is bad for Michael. Very bad for Michael. Very bad. Um, I. Tyreek Hill got me zero points. He got hurt, and I still put up 132 points. Yeah. Um, whenever I heard that he went out, and because Michael still had uh, last during last night's game, he still had what Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, and they did they did pretty good for him. But I was still like, this is like karma for me coming back and beating Jed. Like it's probably going to happen because yeah. Tyreek Hill went out, and I'm like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, of course, you have Lamar Jackson, who's just yeah. been going nuts, and Mark Andrews, who has been going nuts. And then your flex position between Calvin Ridley and DJ Chark, you started the wrong one, but Calvin Ridley got you 24.3 points, mm -hmm. and DJ Chark, I mean, if, if you would have started him over Tyreek Hill, which you probably might need to do if Tyreek Hill is yeah. injured. I mean, he's on a bye week this week, so... okay. So yeah, I'm gonna have to put. Well, we'll we'll see it in my my lineup for for this coming week. But yeah, he's the only person I've got on a buy, and this is the last week for buys in the NFL. So this will be the last week that we we'll have to worry about bye weeks. Thank God. And Marlon Mack had one of his best weeks of the season and broke his hand. Broke his hand. Yep. So you and might be weak. You have uh, got Philip Lindsay. That's it. Yeah, you might be a little bit weak there. Yeah, it worries me going into the playoffs, but. They're saying that there's a chance he could come back, but the thing is, is like there's only two weeks left in the regular season of fantasy. Yeah. And I don't think that with a broken hand, he's going to be coming back. Maybe if I make like the final round of the playoffs, there's a potential, but he'll even be, then there's only four weeks left in our fantasy football league. So he'll I, be back if the Colts make the playoffs, but they have, they have, plenty of stuff going for them mm -hmm. 
I saw uh, Quentin Nelson throw a block. I was watching Twitter before I got here. He started up the middle. They faked a stunt up the middle with the middle linebacker, and then they blitzed the outside linebacker, and he filled the gap in the middle and then kicked all the way to the outside and hit the outside linebacker and blocked him 20 yards backwards into hmm. the end zone. So <laughs> they have maybe the best offensive lineman in hmm. the league right now in Quentin Nelson. I mean, that's just a side note. If you're a geek like me and you like a good block, yeah, that's I love watching yeah, stuff like that. Look up Quentin Nelson because <laughs> that he's like 300 pounds and he laterally moved six yards in the span of 0.2 seconds and just <laughs> absolutely decleated this guy. It was pretty cool. I need to watch that. It was good. So yet again, for another week, quarterback woes for Michael are an issue. He started Kyle Allen. Yikes! Through you know what. Well, you're, I'm gonna. He threw some interceptions. Go ahead and continue. I'm gonna I look texted up. Michael last night because Jimmy G scored almost 30 points in his game. So if Michael four interceptions he threw, Kyle Allen threw four yeah. interceptions. If Michael had started Jimmy Garoppolo, he would have been plus 25 points mm-hmm. over top of Kyle Allen, and would have beaten you. Mm-hmm. So, quarterback woes. Definitely. Get Michael again. So, of course, if he picks up Jimmy G for next week, then he probably will return to <laughs> his four-point performances. And Michael is – he's going to not make the playoffs because of his quarterback play. Yeah. it's he He's gone from it. first after like four or five weeks to seventh. It's, it's rough. It's, it's bad. It's it's not it's not looking too good, Michael. But there's still a chance. There's still two weeks left. You can still pull something out. All right. On to the next game. We've got Team King Dingus, Josh, taking out Nathan, the other tied for second place. Yeah, the Wrath, the Wrath of Kwan. One ten point four to ninety five point seven. This was a big game for Josh. Josh needed to win to keep his playoff hopes alive yep. to keep serve with the rest of these people. It's not as important for Nathan to win. Uh, he might want to be concerned that James Conner is hurt again. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons he only scored 95.7 points. Uh, but he technically, you and I are mathematically locked into the playoffs. Yeah. Nathan is not quite yet, but he would have to lose both games and someone would have to win both games, and oh, two people would have to win both games and beat him in points. That's correct. Yeah. So, so he, there's still a chance. There's but. a small chance. So Nathan doesn't necessarily need to be concerned with a loss right now, but maybe more concerned with James Conner, two point one points, Devin Singletary, eight point four points, mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay, three point nine points, Sony Michelle, five point four points. So he has. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, zero points. Who, he's on his bench. It, yeah, he's injured. But if if you look at his team, of course he has Saquon Barkley on a bye, mm-hmm. who's his number one overall draft pick. Um, they picked up Jay Ajayi, yeah. which Philly, did they did they actually sign him? I, I had, believe so. Did they actually sign him back? Good. So I've always, I always liked watching him play. Like, I thought he was a – he wasn't ever consistent. He was never amazing, but I liked him. Yeah. But Nathan, uh, he – his team's not bad, but if what has been happening regularly, it looks like 
in order to win in the playoffs, you're going to have to put up at least 120 points yeah. minimum, mm-hmm. maybe 140 points, depending on who you play, depending on what week. But so 95.7 points, he's probably not happy with. Mm-hmm. Josh, on the other hand, finally kind of got lucky for once where he had Stefan Diggs on his bench. David Johnson putting up a big fat zero. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that was it for him. Yeah. Um, I really did. I thought that the fact that, I mean, David Johnson, he was, he, he played. He only played like eight snaps, though. And there's clearly, obviously, with um, that guy from the Dolphins. Yes, that guy. We'll talk about him later yeah. when we remember his name. With him coming in and look at Jets team real quick. And find out. Shit, I can't remember his name. Um, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. I knew it started with a K. But, but uh, not Kalen Balazs, who was no. on Josh's bench. No. Um, but, yeah, David Johnson... I think there's something he might be projected as like healthy, but I think there's something like a little bit more underlying that is keeping him from playing. Well, they've got when he got hurt, they made some moves to get Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. They also figured out that uh, is it Chase Edmonds? He can do just mm-hmm. fine, and they have been. I mean, Kyler Murray's been throwing the ball fifty times a game. And they might, I don't know if they think David Johnson's not as good at catching the ball in the backfield or what, but he's losing snaps every yeah. week. And it's really kind of hurting Josh. But if he, he has Mark Ingram in his flex position, he could have, he, he could have started him and then put Stefan Diggs in yeah. that flex position. Yeah. That's what I said on Sunday is like, why, why do you, you know, with David Johnson not doing much, put Mark Ingram in your number one running back spot. And Stefan Diggs is, I mean, yeah, he didn't have a great game against the Cowboys, but before that, he was putting up big numbers. Yeah, and they were playing the Broncos. Like, and he's yeah. not a bad flex play. He yeah. could get you forty points, but he's going to get you at least some points. He's going to get you more than zero, typically. Yes, typically. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'll lay an egg yeah. just when Josh needs him to score. But Josh's team looks really good besides that zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, if he if he just makes a few different changes, he's in that one thirty. 140 range that puts him at the top of the league. Now, it's promising, though, which I was looking at a little bit ago, is Josh Allen on Nathan's team passing for 256 yards, three touchdowns. One rushing. And one rushing touchdown. So um, that's pretty good. That's his best game of the year so far. Yeah, Josh Um, Allen could put up some fantasy points. mm -hmm. uh, And... That's what Nathan needs because, like we talked about, he's got some injury concerns elsewhere. Yep. Yep. So. So. Yeah, other than James Conner, I mean, Devin Singletary could eventually. Splitting time. Yeah. That's that's what a lot of his running backs are doing right now, splitting Mm -hmm. time. Uh, And then, yeah, that's. Yeah. You just got to play the right one. Yep. Good luck, Nathan. If you win one more, you're you're you'll be fine for the playoffs. Stone so cold, got... hard, knocked, locked, whatever they yes. say on the the <laughs> show. Yep. All right, moving on. Indeed. Injured reserve, shot on bald bear fighter's head. Yeah. Thank God. Oh my gosh. Because Jed hasn't had a great couple of weeks. He hasn't. It's been there for a, a bit. He was putting up. Even though he lost a couple, putting up like 130, 140 points. He beat points. me. 
mm-hmm. which it was twice in the same season. It feels bad. But he, if he would have won this week, he would have been in the driver's seat. He would have had mm-hmm. to only win probably one more game because of the point advantage for the tiebreaker that he has. Mm-hmm. And instead, he's now tied with, I believe, four different people because yes. he lost. And he, uh, I mean, I don't know. He's got a lot of buys next week, which we're going to talk about, which if he loses, then he might not be able to catch up with someone that wins next week. Mm-hmm. And there's a game, there's one game next week that um, that there's there's two people tied for that fourth place spot. Yeah. So one of them is going to win. Yes. More than likely. If there's a tie, it's just going to be nuts. Yeah, I hope, but, they, I hope they tie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jed... Jed's uh, behind the eight ball a little bit. With yep. He finally got Mahomes and Kelsey back. They're on a bye next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, Mahomes, 15 points. He, he, that's he, not great. Not for your first-round draft pick. No. As he, needs, he needs him to hang that 30 up there mm-hmm. in order for Jed. Like I said about Nathan's team... 91.3 points is probably going to get you knocked out of the playoffs in the yeah. first round. And over to Roger's team, um, if John Brown would have done what he typically does, putting up between 8 to 15 points, we'd be talking about Jed winning this week. But John Brown went and put up 30 points Yeah, for Roger. And I don't think that Roger would have started him if – the bye weeks weren't yeah. what they were. With I don't even Golden th- Tate, Sterling Shepard. He has Austin Hooper that's mm-hmm. injured. Injured. Uh, yeah, he has a couple of running backs out, so he may have been playing uh, Tevin Coleman in a flex position. Instead, mm-hmm. he had to start Tevin Coleman. Yep. So, yeah, Drew Brees with 21 points, John Brown with 30 points, uh, San Francisco's defense with 16 points. Mm-hmm. And Dalvin Cook putting up 14 points, which is way less than he has been. But those guys kind of picked up the slack for Roger for some single-digit numbers from the rest of his team. But he won again, and you know what? He's not mathematically eliminated. No, he's only well, he's only one game out of fourth place now. Yeah, which is it is crazy. a long shot, but he's he, in it. He'd have to win out. And you're doing that, Roger. He's, he's We said you had to win out and you're you're putting up a fight. He is. I'm interested to see who he plays next week. Now if you if you win next week, then we'll pull that top layer of dirt off of your uh your grave, but there's a pretty good chance you're gonna stay down there. Yeah, you're probably so. gonna stay buried. <laughs> All right. On to I mean this this next game, I mean it was at one point it was like the bottom of the bottom. We wouldn't even put much time and thought into this game. Bruce is still the bottom of the bottom. Bruce is, but Jess, who we've buried multiple times, who we've talked shit on multiple times, is now tied for fourth place. I can hear Michael saying now, I gave her a good draft break. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he was kind of right. Yeah. Because as far as the rest of the league goes, I mentioned this either last week or the week before, uh, Jess's team is healthy, which can't be said for a lot of our teams. Mm -hmm. Jess's team is strong in almost every possession. Possession? Position? And the fact that 
her starting kicker, well, it's not a big deal, but uh, Derrick Henry, her starting running back, was on a bye week. Yeah. You know, she had four four people on bye this week and still put up 115 points. That's kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, if she gets Derrick Henry back and slides Josh Jacobs back down into that flex position where she's had him, then she, I don't know, she's got, Allen Robinson has been putting up the least amount of points for her. Uh, I mean, you don't necessarily want to bench him because he's one of the feature receivers in yeah, that offense. Mitchell but, Trubisky's throwing to him, though. Like, I would... I'm, I'm just saying there's worse options out there. And she does have Corey Davis. She has she has a few options on her bench. Emmanuel Sanders, who has kind of been battling injury. Mm-hmm. So she has some people that she could put in there because um, he put up 3.5 points this week. But like I said, as far as being the worst player on your team, Allen Robinson's not a bad selection because he he could get 20 points mm-hmm. any week. He might not. He but he could. He, but he could just because that's who they're trying to go to. They just have to actually get there. And yeah. Kyler Murray, gosh, her, her rookies this year, Kyler Murray and Josh Jacobs, Balling they're out. kind of leading her. How many games has she won in a row? I'm going to look this up. Hold um, on. She has won three games in a row. Yeah. Three-game win streak to pull her from the bottom of the bottom. She was almost in last place. And the only person that has a longer win streak is you with the mm-hmm. seven-game win streak, yep. which is probably going to end next week. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. You can't beat me twice in one one, one season. I won't allow it. Well, I don't. <laughs> I beat you already? I, it's yeah. forgettable. It was my first loss. And then I lost, I think, the next week to Nathan. And then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> then I went on a streak. So, but yeah, just beat Bruce. Bruce, it's it's not a surprise that Bruce lost. I mean, Bruce put up over 100 points, but Jess just did She's better. winning. Yep. And that's good because she needed it. And it's keeping her in the hunt for that fourth spot. Five and six. All right. Let's go ahead and get to the last game, which is... I'm I'm let down by this game because if Brittany had done what she has the potential to do, you would have lost. Um, Josiah beat Brittany 108.1 to 70.2. She had a bad week. She did. A very bad week. Deshaun Watson only put up four points. Jordan Howard didn't play at all, and I, I she didn't really have anybody to slide into that position with – Chris Carson on a bye and Matt Breida also out. Mm-hmm. So well, she, she could have stuck. Joe Mixon. Possibly, yeah. She could have she she flexed Joe Mixon, put put him up in the running back spot, then picked, I mean Devonta Parker, she could have put in the flex. Yeah. yeah. So she still would have not been able to pull together enough points mm-hmm. just because Deshaun Watson really he, let her down. He, oh yeah. And that's that kind of sucks because she was one of the people we were talking about that was quietly making that playoff run. And now mm-hmm. she's had two weeks in a row where she's had a lot of buys mm-hmm. and at the worst time. Yep. So, so it's, those drafts come back to bite you in the ass if you don't pay attention to it. And a lot of people don't really put a lot of thought into the bye weeks whenever they're doing their waiver stuff. Cause if somebody, if they pick up somebody or multiple people throughout the year that end up becoming starters, if you don't look at those bye weeks, bye it, weeks it, can hurt you. Yeah. And I honestly don't pay attention to buys. Mm-hmm. If I can get a great player, well, yeah. so what if I lose because I'm going to win the rest of the weeks? 
But, I mean, we talked about Jed. He's in the same situation mm-hmm. where Pat Mahomes is on a bye. His backup quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is also on a bye. Mm-hmm. And if he had been paying attention, I mean, he had to start Kirk Cousins when Mahomes was out. So it was the right play. But now he's, if he was paying attention last week, he may have gotten a better pick. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's just something that you kind of have to run into when mm-hmm. you're fighting for your playoff life. Yep. But I, I'm i happy with what Derek Carr did. I picked him up off waivers. Uh, I had a rough week, but not a terrible week. Your defense, My that, defense has been, that has been carrying your team there only gets you three points. Your kicker. My kicker got zero. Zero. So I scored 108 points, which isn't awful. If I started the New Orleans defense, I would have scored closer to 125. And... If my kicker didn't score zero points, then I'm up at 125, 130, like Mm -hmm. right where I want to be. So as far as the rest of my team goes, I'm happy with that. I I just can't. If if my team performs like this, I can't afford to have a zero from my kicker. And it's not something you generally think about, but this would have lost me a game against Michael, who put up, I think, 111 points this week or somewhere similar Mm -hmm. to that. But... That that would have been the difference, the zero from my kicker. Yep. Yeah, I could have. There's a f- few teams you would have lost to because of that. Yeah. You'd have lost to Josh because he put up 110. You'd have lost by point eight points to Roger. Yeah. Because of that. And that would have um, been on my defense too. I picked the wrong yep. defense to play. So, but the Steelers defense against the Browns, you wouldn't have thought that. I had a feeling, know, but I. I mean, it's short week. I had, a, I had a bad feeling about it, and I almost mm-hmm. I almost played the Saints defense, uh, but it, I don't know. I just – I don't know what well, I'm going to do going forward, honestly. I'm going to try to keep playing the matchups, but the Saints defense is more consistent, mm-hmm. I, I guess I could say. So I almost would rather get a guaranteed 8 to 10 points from the Saints than 3 points or 20 points Yeah, where – I, I don't know. That's just the way I think because the rest of my team performed just great. So mm-hmm. if I get eight points, like you said, I would beat almost everybody except for, I think, you. Mm-hmm. And if I had a kicker, then I would have beat you. Yep. And that's what I'm concerned about right now because I know I'm nitpicking at my team, but you're the number one team. And, I mean, we we talked about Jed putting up 140 points. He's right there in the fourth, tied for fourth place. So... In order to win in the playoffs, I can't score 108 points. Yep. That's what gives me hope about my team is that the past few weeks I've been putting up between 120 and 150 points. I mean, they're going to yeah, let you down. I've, I've been a fan of the Cowboys for yes. my entire life. Like, if we make the playoffs, we lose. It's over. So, you know, and it's, it's, it's the same story of fantasy for me. I always make the first round of the playoffs, I always lose. I think there was only one year where I didn't make the playoffs. And that's, that was last year. I no, bet. no, I made it last year, and I lost to Jed. It was the year before. Oh, you completely and then tanked I out. And completely lost. tanked Zero. out because I was like three and whatever. I was like Bruce right now, and I was just like whatever. Yeah, I bet the people that are listening that are not in the league think we're pretty self-centered to have a podcast about our own mm-hmm. league that we're in first and second. But if if we had a podcast <laughs> about this last year or the year before, it would have been. A, we yeah. were dead last and second to last. Yep. So, so. We, 
how the how the turntables. Yep, it's because we're doing this podcast, and it's because we're doing the podcast, and we're paying more and closer attention yeah. to the league. And for those that are listening to us, uh, I think Rob Gronkowski said he's coming back next week. So go ahead and pick him up. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick had a great workout, from what I hear. Oh yeah, fantastic! Great workout. workout. Fantastic. He's, he's workout. out there on your yeah. waiver wire. Jerry Jones said so. Yeah, actually, he said the exact opposite. But ye. All right. Winners and losers of the week. I've got two of each. Ooh. So. Ooh. Go ahead. You, okay. Um, my two winners of the week are Jess, Jess and Josh because they both, with their wins, kept themselves tied for that fourth place spot and both have a chance to make the playoffs. And, and it's not a long shot either. No. It, it's because before we were talking about Jed has such a lead in points that there's no way. Mm-hmm. But Josh is down. He's only down 12 points from Jed. 12. And now, then Jess is down. I mean, everybody else is at least. 70, 60, 65-ish. I'm just doing math in my head, which is bad. From Jed? Yeah. She's down 104. Oh, there is there is an addition. No, she's not. Uh huh. Eleven eighty two to twelve ninety three. No, you're looking at the wrong. Oh, team. I'm looking at the wrong ones. Crap. Sorry. Point. Okay, I'm looking at the points against. Um, okay, so Josh is actually down. He's down about thirty. Yeah, twenty eight, twenty seven points. Jess is down about sixty. Yeah. Which, over the course of two weeks, is not that much. Mm-mm. Michael, it, the the thing that hurts Michael the most is that, is that he's down. Over a hundred points, hundred and yeah, eleven points away from Jed. So he's got to win out. He needs Jed to lose, and he needs to take care of the mm-hmm. last two games of the week. And if any of these teams take care of those last two weeks, they're probably in because some mm-hmm. of them play each other. Yeah, who's your loser? My two losers are Jed and Michael. Yeah, um, for the for the exact opposite reason that Jess and Josh are my winners is because Jed and Michael were both tied going into this week. They both were, I mean, they're tied for fourth place for that playoff spot. They both needed to win to, to get a game up. But since they lost, they allowed Josh and Jess to move in and potentially take that spot. So, and the fact that Jed Jed's up in points, but he's scoring so few, and Josh is scoring so many that he's inching closer because um, he's outscoring Jed every week. And if Jed loses, Josh is winning. And now, if Josh wins and Jed loses, he's a game up. And he's also getting the points there, too. So, My winner for the week is Jess mm-hmm. because she's on a three-game win streak. And if she wins out the last two games... Like I said, probably in because she has the points and she would have the victories. I mean, it would it would come down to just a few points in between if someone else wins out. But if Jess wins out and it's possible, I think she's in. My loser of the week is going to be Brittany because yeah. she needed to win this week. She's not mathematically eliminated, but... With Deshaun Watson and Juju Smith-Schuster, and Juju might not even play next week, mm-hmm. 
and just how they kind of performed and laid an egg when she needed them to win, they, she's all but eliminated. Mm. And it's, it kind of sucks because I love Brittany and she, she did a lot of work on her team this year. And these past couple weeks with those buys really, really, really hurt her hard. Really. And she's, she's had some bad luck here and there. Just like who could have predicted Roethlisberger going out for the whole year. Yeah. That's a difference in 10 points a game for Juju Smith-Schuster, which, I mean, she's down She's down about 100 points from Jed in week eight. It's conceivable that if Juju Smith-Schuster has 10 points a game, then she might have an extra win, and she might have to tie the points, the points mm-hmm. over. So that, that really sucks for her that that happened. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Deshaun Watson hurt. That's her guy. That's her Pat Mahomes yep. because she picked him really high right behind where Jed picked Pat Mahomes. And so, I mean, yeah. he, he might not score four points every week, but that's definitely a concern. It's not going to help. It lost her this week. Yeah, so yeah, it definitely did. That's my mm. loser of the week, and you hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. I hate to see it. You want to talk about some playoff slash standings projections? Yes. Let's do it. Go for it. So right now... There is no tie at the top in the top three. Nobody is tied. Nice. Which is awesome. Finally, for the first time in a while. I'm sitting at number one at nine and two. Nathan, because of divisions, seven and four is in second place. Weird. And Josiah. At number three. Number three at eight and three. And then we get into the interesting part. Interesting. If the season ended right now, Jed is the fourth seed in the playoffs, and he'd be facing you mm-hmm. in week one. Exactly what you don't, don't want. want. Because the last two years, he's knocked me out of the playoffs. So. Jess is, what, Josh is Josh's, number five. Josh, is, Josh would be right behind Jed. By about 28 points, 30 points. Mm-hmm. And then Jess is right behind Josh. And Jess is only, like I said, 60 points away from Jed. So it's not unlikely if Jed keeps... It'd be difficult, especially if Jed puts up one of his 140-point weeks. I don't think with all of his buys he's going to do that this week. Correct. But But if she still a chance. She scored 130 points, 140 points a few times, so she could do the same thing in the next week be either just a couple points down or potentially even ahead Mm -hmm. if she wins. Then we've got Michael at the bottom of, of the, tie. the tie. And it's his yeah, quarterback situation is killing him. And like I said about Juju Smith Schuster for Brittany, if Michael had 10 more points out of his quarterback position all season long, he's not in the position he's in. Yep. He's he's fourth place going into the playoffs. And you hate to see it. You hate to see it. It's on a three-game lose streak. Yikes. And it's just sad. It's just Rogers sad. number eight. Rogers inching his way closer. There's he's he's at four and seven. He won four games. Like that to me is a surprise. It's a miracle. Um he's he's up on Brittany now. Yeah, he passed um, her in points. And if the season were thirty weeks long, he might inch up to about sixth place, seventh place, maybe he would. But. He, <laughs> poor Roger. I, he, if, 
I we're probably going to have an end of season awards show, and he's going to be. He might possibly win worst draft, but best manager. I I don't know because he's most improved throughout the season. Mm-hmm. If he had kept his team as it was before waivers and uh, trades and everything that he's done, he might not have won a game. Mm-hmm. But he's clawed his way to four victories, which, I mean, he might want to do more research going into next season's draft. Yeah. Because, I mean, he can't predict all the injuries that he had, but he he started off on the wrong foot, and he's not been able to – He, it's potential. It's conceivable that Roger could recover and make the playoffs. He'd have to win out. And but it's a long shot. It's Yeah, he'd have to put up 150, 170 points, win out, and... But it's there's a chance, There Roger. is a chance. There is still a chance. And then Brittany, Brittany. and Bruce. Brittany. Brittany's four and seven. I love so you. So there's still a chance, but, you know. Bruce, you're just... Beat Bruce, Brittany. That's all. Just stay ahead of Bruce. So we actually today's the first or this week's the first week that somebody's technically mathematically eliminated from the playoffs because of matchups next week. Yeah, a couple of the five and six teams have to play each other, so somebody's going to win. There's only two weeks left. Bruce is three and eight. Even if he wins out, he's going to be five and eight. One of those two teams, even if even if the rest of them lose for the rest of the season, one of those teams has to win. Even if they tie, even if they tie, they will have less losses. Yeah. And so, so Bruce is mathematically eliminated. We buried him already. So we're going to bury we're gonna him. We're going to set the grave on fire. Yes. <laughs> and cremate him. Yes. He's officially out. Bruce, mm. don't drop all your players. Don't be that guy. He won't. Uh, he probably isn't. Well, no, he, he has been paying attention to his team. You will be perma banned. Perma banned if you drop all your mm. players. Yeah. Please don't. Please but, don't make us go get Linden again. Talk about and like it's not just it, like we, we love Lyndon, but Lyndon he's is, a curse worse than Roger. It, no matter he'll the number one pick in the draft that he gets always goes out for the rest of the year. Doesn't yeah, matter who it is, always so, happens. And so, Bruce, you're buried, but um, I don't know where I was going to go from there. That's get an the, iPhone? Yeah, probably. He's probably not listening to this because you know. Androids. Maybe he's stand, sitting next to someone that's listening to it. Maybe, Maybe. <laughs> he's, he's got to be. He's yeah. like, he's like, hey, Michael, can you call me and then uh, play the podcast so I can listen to it over your phone? Yeah. So if he even knows call how to me call on my, somebody, call me on my my house, <laughs> my uh, house phone. Yeah. <laughs> I have a cordless. I love the cordless house phones. Yeah. All right, so hasn't really been a lot of smack talk or. Anything like that? No, I think everyone's kind of busy for one mm-hmm. and kind of getting serious. And there was a lot of talk about Mason Rudolph and <laughs> yeah, there's a lot Miles of Garrett. talk about that. So that a lot of cat memes, a lot of oh, a did, lot of memes in general. Did you see where they indicted two prison guards for the murder yeah. of Jeffrey Epstein? I saw that. It's a shame because yeah. I, I heard that they. Killed themselves tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So sad to hear. Oh. Rest in peace. Gosh, Thanks that whole me. situation. But we're not going to get into that. No, this is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> it's not a political podcast <sighs> yet. So we, we were talking <laughs> We were talking on Sunday 
and we said, what Disney movie are we going to do next? And we couldn't come up with a Disney movie, so we came up with Coke. Not that's cocaine. Not cocaine, even though that's probably going to be used. Coke flavors. Yes, Coca-Cola. Superlatives for people in this league. Michael is Coke. He's old, reliable, classic. It goes great with just about every meal. Just Coke's perfect. Coke is probably my favorite cola. I hate Coke. You hate Coke? (laughs) I don't like I don't like any just regular soda like Pepsi, Coke. Or whatever the generic off brands are, I'm just not a fan of them. I don't. Well, the, they're just makes sense way you too like Michael. sweet. Oh, which is not the case with Michael. That's why I like Coke more than I, because it's not as sweet. That's not as sweet as Pepsi. Coke. Yeah. I made Roger Coke Zero, not only because that's his favorite, but because he has all the same great taste as Michael, but has zero friends to show for it. So, Zero personality. <laughs> Poor Roger. You're just lacking in a lot of different areas, Roger. You are indeed. And that's why I made Jed diet Coke Zero with no caffeine because he has absolutely <laughs> zero to offer the table. <laughs> he's just not even sugar water. It's just carbonated. He's, he's basically he's fresca. He's fucking useless, essentially. <laughs> a non-alcoholic white claw. It's just, yeah. just absolutely pathetic. Brittany, who we forgot last week is vanilla coke because vanilla coke is the best coke by far Brittany. i'm sorry we left you out last week but if you think about it you don't really fit in the scooby-doo world because we're all whack (laughs) yeah Yeah. she's the only one out of all 10 of us that are actually like somewhat together and composed and i agree contained so Brittany, you're the best jess what did i make jess i think she's cherry coke because She'd be any of the Cokes as long as they came in the little 8-ounce cans. Oh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't see. matter what flavor. Just the 8-ounce cans. Short and thick. Yeah. There you go. Who, who am I forgetting? Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan is... Hmm. What would Nathan be? He's, he's Jack and Coke. Hey, oh, yeah. He's definitely Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. There yep. you go. I, I joke that you are cocaine. But I'm not that off the wall. You're not. That I'm off too the depressing wall. to be cocaine. That's, that's actually true. You are uh, orange vanilla Coke. That stuff was terrible. Exactly. Great. I mean, yeah, it fits. It fits pretty well. Because you take the perfect vanilla Coke and then you just put some sunny delight in it. And it's just. I love Sunny D. Yeah, but not in vanilla not, not Coke. In vanilla Coke, no. And Bruce, your Pepsi. Get an iPhone. You <laughs> yeah. suck. And Josh. And Josh, I forgot about Josh. Now, now this is the, Michael came up with this one. Yeah. Josh is like you. You're you're, you're at a fast food restaurant. And you yeah. gotta go and get your your Coca Cola yourself, and you push the button in the fountain. Yeah, on the fountain. You push the button, and it comes out, and it's like carbonated water that is just has like the hint of brown just in it a little bit it just splatters yeah. all over everything yeah and it just sprays everywhere and you're just so disappointed and let down that's josh yeah that's that's exactly what that yeah. is foam foam josh is the foam that you like to scrape off the top I forgot yourself did i yeah well i don't like to make myself 
I might be a Coke float. I might be what? What You're would diet you diet Coke? Would I be okay? Yeah, I don't. That's drink what I'm diet. drinking right now. Yeah, I don't really drink Diet Coke because it's artificial, refreshing. Artificial sweeteners give me a headache. I, they they cause short term memory loss. I have a lot of that already. <laughs> See, your Diet Coke. So there you go. <laughs> Kenyon Drake was that guy's name. <laughs> Kenyon Drake. Yep, there we go. Finally remembered it now. So there we have our fantasy football league. If we were Coca-Cola products. If you want to hear something next week, just suggest it, and we'll shoot you down and come up with our own idea. <laughs> yeah, please. But All right, I guess we'll go and get on to the next week's matchups, make this a short short episode i was busy all morning so i didn't have a chance to like come up with my stuff that i typically do so i apologize basically sucks anyway so it's fine that's fine at least there's more talking though last week well last week we went a lot longer because it took us forever to get here and we wanted to make it worth our while it was fun it was fun that might be our best show it was Uh, even though everyone made fun of it yeah you can all suck it maybe next week i'll bring a fucking sub and oh, eat it. Eat it. <laughs> and that's it. And I won't even podcast. talk. I'll just sit across the room and eat my sub while Josiah talks, and you'll get to hear the entire thing. Well, if anybody else wants to come on the show and make it more entertaining, yeah. we invite you every week. Yep, and nobody comes. Thanks, guys. Story of your sex life. This is why nobody else is winning in the league. Yeah, one and two right here. <laughs> what is up? Speaking right. of matchups. We'll start at the top because this is me and you head-to-head. Yeah. Unsolicited Dak picks versus Hover Around Genocide in a battle. That wouldn't really matter unless you way outscore me in points and win. Because I'm ahead of you in points. How by how many? I'm pulling that up now, actually. Uh pause, pause, pause. pause. Stupid, stupid ads. I've had Thank to sneeze this whole, whole podcast. Go ahead and sneeze. We'll give a sneeze warning. I'm tr- no, I, it's not it's not here yet. I've just been waiting. It's not happening. I am up by fifty. Forty nine point nine points. Okay. It's not unrealistic that my team could shit the bed this week and you score forty five to fifty points more than me, but I would have to outscore you over the period of two weeks. Yeah. But if you outscored me by 50 points this week and won, then, then we'd I'd be, be tied fir- and you'd yeah. be back in first place. So, I mean, I'd like to be in first place. I also don't mm. want to face whoever's on a hot streak in that fourth place position. Yeah, it's true. So, I would much rather face Nathan. I might just lose that on purpose. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't believe do it. I don't believe in that because I looked at it <laughs> yeah. and I thought, I think I faced Jess in the final week. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if I lose and let her win? And I was like, nope, because then she's going to beat me in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> I will not tank. Not tank 100%. Can't but, do it. All right. So we have Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson. Battle of the NFL MVP candidates. Mm-hmm. We have Alvin Kamara versus Christian McCaffrey, who was the battle of who you're going to take second overall. Yep. Mm-hmm. I took Kamara third. Chubb versus Lindsey, I think I got you there. Yeah, you do. I mean, Marlon Mack going out. I mean, it didn't really hurt me because Philip Lindsey, like, on a week that Mack gets me eight points, Philip Lindsey gives me 16 on my bench. Yeah. So it's a back and forth. Um, Lindsey's playing Buffalo. Chubb's playing Miami. So Chubb's going to beat Lindsey in points. It's going to happen unless something crazy happens. Uh, but, yeah. Cameron Sutton versus DJ Cortland Shark. Sutton. You do that every week. Cortland. Dang it. <laughs> 
I'm a Steelers fan. I'm sorry. I think that's basically a toss-up. Just it, it could be, yeah. Because I mean, you know, Sutton could go off against Buffalo's defense, but they're a tough defense. Tennessee also has kind of a up and down type of defense. So that's that's a whoever gets be. the touchdown gets yeah. that advantage. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins versus Amari Cooper, two of the best receivers in the league, but Amari Cooper is going against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So He's also been banged up, and he only got me about five points last that's week. That's what I was going to mention, yeah. is Hopkins oh. has not been what he has been in years past, and that's one of the reasons why Michael traded him to me is because he's putting up five points a week, if mm-hmm. that. Since I've got him in the trade, he's putting up 10, 12, 15 points, which still isn't what it could be. Isn't what you would expect from him anyway. But that's exactly... That's exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I mentioned it before is how bad my receiver position was before. Mm-hmm. Plus 10 points in that column. I think, I don't know, Hopkins mm-hmm. versus Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yeah. Yeah. I, that's still a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. But I think he might edge out Amari Cooper just a wee bit. Over now, my, my thing is, is like with New England, like, yeah, Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper's banged up. New England's defense, but New England also has to account for Randall Cobb and uh, Michael true. Gallup, who have both over the past few weeks put up over 100 yards and at least a touchdown. Especially so, how bad Houston did last week. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that much of a stretch for the Colts to absolutely stomp but uh, the Houston team. I almost said the Houston Rockets. Gosh, we need to end this show. <laughs> but... If we've that only, is the we've case, we've only got three or four more weeks. Don't if, worry. if they are down by a lot, then they're probably going to have to throw a lot, and hopefully Hopkins benefits from that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's kind of another toss-up where they're both yeah. elite receivers. Zacherts versus Mark Andrews. I think you have me beat there, especially with your Lamar Jackson Mark Andrews connection. Mm-hmm. And but the thing with that connection is that there's some weeks where Mark Andrews will get two or three touchdowns. Some some weeks where he'll get. Three no, or four, yeah, because they're, they're such a tight end dependent offense too, to help the run. So, yeah, depending on what the Rams defense throws at Baltimore, he could get me thirty points. He could get me five. So it's it's really hard to tell. I haven't decided on my defense yet. I've got the Steelers versus Cincinnati. I've got the Saints versus the Saints Carolina. versus Carolina. I'm probably going to start mm. the Steelers against Cincinnati. I think I'm going to stick with the Cowboys versus New England because... New England's offense has not been doing great. Yeah. They don't really have a great run game, and that's what's been really hurting Dallas is a run game and mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. And you got Tom Brady back there. He runs out like that. He's going to get drilled before he can even slide. But it's still kind of worrisome because it is you know Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and they're going to find a way with Edelman. and But... My other defense, the Vikings, are on a bye, so. Kind of stuck. Yeah. No, Hopefully I mean, my I, kicker doesn't lay an egg again this mm-hmm. week, which. Maybe not. It's, Brett Maher uh, might be the highest scorer on my team this week against New England. Oh, yeah. He might be kicking four or five 50-plus yard field goals. <laughs> he might be kicking a lot of safeties punts, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we kind of broke that game down a little bit more, but that's just because we both care about this game way mm-hmm. more than we care about your games. If you want to emphasize your game, come on the show. Yeah. Right now it's projected to uh, Josiah to beat me by three points. 117.5 uh, to 114.8. And, and I've been 
We're the out, highest two projected teams in mm-hmm. the league. I've been outdoing my projections every week by at least 10 points. I so, was right until the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't want to do that down the playoff stretch. Yeah. It's better to get it out of the way before the playoffs, though. Yeah. I want my Much team better. to come together and just come all over you full force. <laughs> all right. Let's go on to the next matchup. Yes. We've got Bald Bear Fighter, five and six, versus the Wrath of Quan, Nathan, sitting at seven and four. As mentioned before, Jed has Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, his first and second pick on a bye. What's really scary about Jed's team, not only does he have Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Kenyon Drake, Christian Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Damian Williams, all on a bye week. Muhammad Sanu is questionable. Tyler Lockett got hurt this past week as well. Vance McDonald's always questionable. He's not this week, but he's just a just questionable give, player. Give him five, give him five <laughs> plays. He'll yeah. hurt his shoulder again. <laughs> so not only does Jed have to watch out for the buys, he's got to find a quarterback. He's got a wide receiver and his well, two wide receivers that are both questionable. So if something happens, I'm going to be watching the waiver wires to see if he has to drop some people. Oh, yeah. Because, I am, too. I mean, he's got some players that if he has to drop them. If he has to drop – he has a couple players. I'm not going to mention them. No, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but if he has to drop a player, they might be a good scoop because I have spots on my bench. Mm-hmm. I do as well. Yeah. And – Especially I with mean, my running back situation. Just – I mean, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but also I might scoop a player just so you can't get him because I don't want you to have him for the playoffs. <laughs> so that's, I mean, being being last in the waiver order, I kind of assumed that's what was going to happen this yeah. week. Like everybody knows that I need a running back, so it's like everyone's going to get a running back. Yeah, but it's so that I feel like that's not it, it's kind of a dick move, but it's also strategy. Where, but it's also not smart for everybody else if they need other people, if they're picking yeah. up running backs. I mean, backs. If, if you need a running back, yeah. or like Nathan had Rob Gronkowski on his bench, yeah. and he picked up, who did he pick up? He picked up a decent player. I forget who it was. But if you have someone like that on your bench or someone who just recently got injured mm-hmm. and might not be back before the end of the season, then, yeah, you can look and see, especially if you're Nathan, me, or you, we're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Jed, Michael, Jess, or Josh, maybe pick that player up just so the other team can't have them yeah. and potentially beat you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the the Bill Belichick way of doing things, yeah. just the sneaky, underhanded, I'm going to stash this guy on my bench <laughs> yeah. even though I don't need him. So nobody else can have him. Yeah. So Nathan's, uh, Nathan's got Josh Allen at Denver, um, which – it, I it mean, depends that could really on the go, week. Yeah, it depends on the it week. It could go either way. Um, Saquon Barkley is questionable. He just got back from a bye week. I'm assuming he's going to play against Chicago. Chicago. That's that's it's a rough be, run defense. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, Devin Singletary against Denver. It's also tough. Mike Evans versus the newfound best defense in the NFL, yeah, the Atlanta that, Falcons. He might lay an egg again this week. Um, the Falcons just absolutely turned it on. Like yeah, I don't know what happened. They just got good. Well, I think um, they, Dan Quinn, I think he might have turned over the defensive play calling to somebody else because he's had the head coach and was the 
defensive uh, coordinator. He might have given that to somebody else. I mean, if you I think, think two, I heard that, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Two or three was it two seasons ago? They were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then last and week, their defense year, is what let them down. They didn't. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. Nope. They haven't and, made the playoffs since I don't think. Well, there's only been one season. Two. Two. Okay, but yeah, whatever the, the Eagles case won is, the Super Bowl. They've then, had some yeah. injury issues, but they mm. have also had. I know if you listen to any draft analyst, they always say, okay, the Steelers need this position. The Cowboys need a safety, whatever the case is. Then they get to the Falcons and they say, we don't understand why this team is bad Yeah, because they've got everything that they need. And just all of a sudden they put it together and they beat the Saints. And who did they beat last week? They beat the crap out of somebody last week. <sighs> Shit. Whoever it was. Uh, yeah, I forget. But <laughs> they're good now and – I mean, I know that's off on a little bit of a tangent. Mike Evans is still probably going to put up points. Yeah. Greg Olson, who knows? Kenny Galladay with Jeff Driscoll, Driscoll. Heisman candidate. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Man, he looked yeah. good. Yeah, well, I mean, you're playing against the Dallas defense. You know, you could make uh, – You could. I just, won't yeah. care. He's, he's trying to yeah. make himself some money. Oh, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. looks like he's starting him against mm. Miami. Probably uh, a smart play. I mean – you know, Miami's. I mean, you, you saw what Josh Allen did against Miami last week. That's true. You know, and what John Brown did against them. So there's a good chance that Eldo Beckham could have a 40 point game, and it might be, you know, the best trade of the year for Nathan. And he had a great. If he starts balling out catch but. against the Steelers last mm-hmm. week. It was uh, blown coverage by them, but I mean, he still caught it, yeah. and I think he went down the one yard line. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So he was just an inch away from. <laughs> Getting a 50-yard touchdown catch. That, okay, next game. All right. I'm picking Nathan to win that game. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm picking With, me to win my game. If Jed didn't have all those bye weeks, I'd pick Jed probably, but there's no way that with Jed's bye week woes and having to start all of his backups that I don't, I don't think that there's a chance that he can win it. All right, next week. This is a... This is the game of the week right here. Big game. Um, we've got the chosen one, Michael, sitting at five and six at the bottom of the fourth place tie, playing Jess. Who's one slot ahead of him. The winner. So it's guaranteed, unless they tie, that someone is coming out of here with six wins mm-hmm. and at least tied with either Jed or Josh. So going into the final week, they would have to win again, of course, yeah. and there might be points tiebreakers. But is one of these teams is guaranteed to be playing basically a play-in game next week. Yeah. So that's why this game is so big. And right away I see Jess, her quarterback is on a bye, Kyler Murray, and Matt Stafford has a broken back. So, oh yeah, she doesn't have any any quarterbacks. Is so Matt Stafford going to play? She has two good I quarterbacks. Think, I don't think he, I, right now he's still out. Um, so that's something she's going to need to address. I don't think that with the record that the Lions have, that they would risk furthering his injuries. Yeah, just to play a few no, more games. I agree, but if there's any team to have quarterback troubles against, it's Michael's team, who's mm-hmm. starting Jacoby Brissett right now. If he plays, I I don't know what his injury report is. No, he's healthy. He is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's he's back, but 
he's still probably not great. We saw what Pat Mahomes did coming off of yeah. his ankle injury. Uh, so Jess could, I mean, I scooped a guy off waiver wires last week and got 20 points out of him. Mm-hmm. Play your matchups and you might be able to find a decent mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, Elliot versus New England is it's not great for Michael. No, it's going to be really tough, especially since Dallas hasn't been running the ball very well. Yeah. Um, they've been getting like five yards carry. They just haven't been running the ball. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you know, whenever Dak Prescott's thrown for 450 yards, you, it's true. Really, you know, so which is which is good for for Dallas. Um, he's got Cream Hunt versus Miami, which could potentially be pretty. He might he's probably gonna do better than Elliott, even with Chubb. He I might mean, do you know, better than Chubb next week because they might just pull Baker out and let Cream Hunt and Chubb sit back there. That's true. <laughs> just one two punch. But Chubb <laughs> has been getting 25, 30 carries a week all season. And if this game is not close, I can see them giving Kareem Hunt more carries uh-huh. just to, I mean, the, the the Browns with their win against the Steelers are kind of looking at a wild card spot mm-hmm. and they don't want Chubb to be hurt. They also have like one of the easiest schedules from here yeah. out. So, so I, that's something that concerns me mm-hmm. is them working Kareem Hunt in more and more, especially if this game is 21 points difference. Now yeah. the Dolphins have been doing better. But I don't know. That will be interesting to see. Cooper Cup versus Baltimore. Like Cooper Cup, the past two weeks, he's gotten a total of what five points. Yeah. He he scored uh, zero points versus the Steelers versus the Steelers and six point eight points. Um, so th- that's a tough matchup because I mean you saw what Baltimore did to Houston. Yeah. And I mean Cooper Cup could you know. He might have a few catches, but... And he might go off. But that's another thing that Michael doesn't have any options. Mm-hmm. He has... Michael Gallup, though, versus New England um, with... That might be good. With Cobb in the slot and Cooper as the one... The, the number one wide receiver there. That's going to leave whatever's... You know, if they're playing man or whatever, it'll... That'll ease up on Michael Gallup a little bit, but it's still against New England. So he could either he he might go off. He might have another 140 yard game and a couple touchdowns, or he could, you know, he he. It's it's really hard to tell against New England. But going up against Josh Jacobs, Le'Veon Bell, Michael Thomas, and Allen Robinson, who all have somewhat favorable matchups, mm-hmm. that doesn't look good for Michael. Mm-hmm. Now, Giovanni Kittle is supposed to be back next week, and just has Hunter Henry on a bye. So she hasn't set her team yet. Mm-mm. I see Tyler Eifert's down there. Yeah, against Pittsburgh, it's not good. Um, Tyler Eifert versus Pittsburgh. I don't know. Tight ends have historically done work against the Steelers. Now, that was before Minka Fitzpatrick, or uh, they, they've had Cameron Sutton, actual Cameron mm-hmm. Sutton, covering the tight end position a lot. Uh, with, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name that's starting for Cincinnati now, the, the quarterback. Um, Ryan Finley. The Finley. Yeah, I but mean, I don't, I don't expect Tyler Eifert to do much. I imagine she might start Derrick Henry off her bench versus Probably. Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, definitely Mason Crosby, who, because the kicker she's starting now is on a bye. Yep, so, I mean, this could go, depending on who she gets at quarterback, honestly, I think that might be the deciding factor in this. How do you think New England's defense is going to do? Versus Dallas? Versus Dallas. And how do you think A.J. Green is going to play 
versus the Steelers. He's projected 7.7 points if he plays. I don't think A.J. Green's going to play. I mean, as of right now, Michael has him started in his flex position. Now, Darius Geis, a clutch pickup for him, might be the play. But he's going against a stiff Detroit defense, and Noah Mm -hmm. Fant is going against a good Buffalo defense. I think he has... He has an empty roster position, so he yeah. might be doing some waiver wire oh, you work. You know he's doing waivers, dude. He's, but, he does waivers when nobody else does. He's over double what the highest yeah. waiver waiver but claim is. As of now, he has AJ Green starting, mm-hmm. who, I mean, potentially I one just, of the top five receivers in the league with fresh legs. He could come out and go nuts, but I doubt. I, I don't see it. I don't see him starting this year just because of the fact the Bengals are what zero and ten. Yeah, and but he's also in a contract year. He might want to come out for a couple of games and just say, you remember me, and then get a big deal next year. I don't know if he wants to play for Cincinnati next year. That's what I mean, is he's he's auditioning for another team by it, saying, look, Ryan Finley's throwing me the ball. I just caught 10 passes. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? I mean, he, he could do that and run the risk of getting hurt, or he can sit on the bench the rest of the year and know for a fact that Bill Belichick's going to be calling him in the offseason. Uh, that's, well, that's what I mean. It's it's kind of up to him yeah. if he thinks he has something to prove, mm-hmm. but I I don't think he does. No, I think there's going to be plenty of teams that would be willing to to get him. Now, he he might make himself a few million dollars extra if he if comes he, and if falls he goes, out. Yeah. But there's he's going to be one of the top paid receivers in the league no matter what, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if he would risk that. Yeah. I'm picking Michael to win this game as is, but Jess has some waiver wire work to do, and if she makes the right plays, I think she wins. She just needs to pick the right quarterback off waivers. Uh, She needs to assess her tight end situation and then kind of pick. She has four good running backs, and she could probably start three of them and Mm -hmm. pick just which three she thinks is going to do the best. Yeah. And... If that's the case, I think she beats Michael, even though Mike, Michael's team did well last week. He was just a quarterback away from beating you. Mm-hmm. It I don't know if he has his quarterback back now. He's I don't, I still think Jess is going to win. I don't know. I think I think it really just depends on who who Jess gets at quarterback because there's not a lot out in the waivers. And if I had to guess, she's going to pick up Mayfield just because of the matchup. I think this um, week. But, more than any other week in the season, is you could get someone great off the waiver wires oh, because yeah. there's so many injuries in the NFL right now. If you do your research, there's, I mean, Jeff Driscoll, for example. He put up over 20 fantasy points. She has Matt week. Stafford on her bench, yep. and Jeff Driscoll did really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 15 running backs in the NFL that are hurt. There's The Steelers are signing people off the street to play receiver, because they have Juju and Deontay Johnson both out with concussions, Mm -hmm. and they just cut Moncrief because he had a broken finger and he couldn't catch a ball. So they're just, they're struggling. So if if you look around, this might be the week where you can kind of pick someone up that will do really well for the rest of the season going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Michael in it, but it's going to be a close one. I'm taking Jess because I... I think that she will make the right decision for quarterback. You mean Jed's going to make the right decision? No. No, Jess is doing this all by herself. Bullshit. Okay. I call bullshit. All right. 
on to the next one. We've got <coughs> what should be an easy win for Josh. Should. Should be. Holy shit. Well, never mind. He's still in uh, He moved Duke Johnson down to his flex, which is not good. Josh. David Johnson. Duke Johnson. David Johnson. Duke Johnson. Houston. Oh, wait. No, David Johnson on a bye. Okay, never mind. He's also got Duke Johnson there. Oh, sorry. See, a lot of D Johnsons yeah. there. Big D Johnson. Um, yeah. So good thing that Duke or David Johnson's on a bye week because there's at least another five points for Josh from somebody. Yeah. Stefan Diggs, though, on a bye. Not great for him. That doesn't matter. He doesn't start him anyway. That's true. <laughs> Big facts. Um, Aaron Rodgers versus San Francisco. Oof. Eee. Mark Ingram versus the Rams could be pretty big. Indeed. Todd Gurley versus Baltimore. Also, with what the Rams have been doing, they've been leaning on Todd Gurley a lot more. That's true. So he could have another 15, 20-point game. Godwin versus greatest defense of all time, Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) It's hard to tell there. That's a tough one. He's got Um, DJ Moore versus the Saints, who have a great defense. Uh, He's going to need a big game from Waller. He's going to need Matt Prater to score him 54 points. Ravens defense versus the Rams, though, could do some work, though. True. Because Jared Goff sucks. and He's not been good. No. And I think Todd Gurley even fumbled last week, too. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens have a defensive touchdown this week, honestly. I think the, I think the defense for Josh will get him 16 to 18 points. Um, not, I, I don't, I don't like the matchup for Rodgers. Don't think he's going to beat uh, Bruce, though. He's, it, it, Bruce has got Prescott, Fournette, David Montgomery, Devonta Adams, Julio Jones, George, is it George? Gerald. Gerald, Everett. Giovanni Everett, and then <laughs> Jameson he's Crowder. got Crowder, Jameson Crowder. The Jets defense versus Oakland is a spoof. He, he's projected to beat Josh by just over five points, and I think the projections are right. I think Josh is going to have an – he won last week, but I think he's going to have a letdown game. And that would put the winner of Jess and Michael solely in the fourth place position if Jed and Josh, who Jed is having a rough week as well, mm-hmm. they both lose. Yeah. So that that might be really bad, but also really good for Brittany and Roger, who are there with four wins. So, I mean, it's it's. I don't think that they can get in because one of those teams is going to have six wins. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they can get in. It's all based on points. They would have. They would they, have. They to would have, have to win. Either whoever Rod- wins between Jess and Michael would have to lose. Lose, mm-hmm. and then and so then the it's, points, it's a slim, yeah. slim chance, but it's possible. And I mean, if they're if they're looking in, they need both Josh and Jed mm-hmm. to lose because Jess or Michael is going to win. Yeah, I I think based on matchups, I think that. Bruce will probably squeeze by. I think so as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers has just been a fantasy letdown this year. I mean, has been actually the last couple of years with injuries well, and yeah. other things. He's had a couple good games. He's only had three games over 20 points. Um, the one big game versus uh, Oakland, 43 points. But but they've been leaning on Aaron Jones a lot more, who's been a pleasant surprise for them. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think Rodgers gets 10 to 12 points. And I think. Prescott might get his 16-point projection against New England, but I think uh, I think Bruce squeezes out a win. I do. 
squeezes. Squirts out. Do we out have any other games left? Yeah, we've got one more game. Ooh. And it's the battle of the bottom. That uh, four I'm and seven spot. I'm picking Brittany's bottom. <clears throat> or maybe Roger's bottom. I don't know. So Roger has LaShawn McCoy on a bye and Harrison Butker on a bye. And His best Dalvin player. Cook on a bye. I'm confused as to why. <laughs> why? Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that Roger's dropping LaShawn McCoy based on the fact that he took Dalvin Cook out, put LaShawn McCoy in that spot, and he's waiting for waivers. Um, so, yeah, he's got a am few people I, on Am the I the only one that pays attention to what people are setting their lineups as to maybe they tip their hand as who they're trying to pick up off waivers? Typically. I do that all the time. Yeah. I always love when Nathan drops a player, and I'm like, oh, he probably needs that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scoop it. But that's well, now. That's, now they know. I know. I, I mean, never. I never drop a player before I pick somebody else up. Zero I, chance. I always swap them, just because you know. Especially because you're the last guy on the waiver. Yeah, I can't if you, afford. If you to, were to drop a player right now, I'd go pick out the yeah. top top guy <laughs> in that position. Guaranteed. This this week is the most obvious of needs for my team. So. Yes. But um, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Versus Indianapolis, uh, Brittany, she's got Chris Carson versus Philly, which could potentially be pretty big for her. Uh, James White versus Dallas. You know Dallas. They just let people run all over them. Uh-huh. Um, Terry McLaurin, which, I mean, Terry McLaurin's great, but Dwayne— He's been doing well. He's been doing well for a rookie. Yeah. And um, facing— Detroit. That Detroit defense. That's going to be tough. Like, he might not get many points. Uh, it depends on if they put Slay on him or not. I don't. Who else is a threat out there? That's the point. Slay it, could just jog behind him the whole the whole day. Yeah. And, you know. and if, if Slay is on McLaurin, then it's over for him. Yep. He. I mean, he all but shut down. Amari Cooper had that insane catch, and Slay picked him up and shook his hand. Mm-hmm. And it. Was yeah. that last week? Yeah, that was this past week. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it was. Yeah, he was just blown away by the fact that Amari caught it because it went right through Slay's hands, yeah. right through it. So he played that perfect. He he should have intercepted it. Yeah, he, he should have. If he would have closed his hands, it would have been done. <laughs> but, but he held Amari Cooper to three catches for. Yeah, he had like two or three catches for not even thirty yards ish. Yeah, so. something like that. Um, I mean, I have so little interest in this game. This game. <laughs> because, like, as of right now, it really just depends. Like, I mean, it depends on who Roger picks up off of waivers. Cause, it's true. And I know, know Roger has been talking about the consolation bracket. And in order to be eligible to win the consolation bracket, you cannot be in ninth or tenth place. Yeah. Because you, you have to the be... highest you can get from ninth or tenth place is seventh. And the consolation winner would be fifth ish. It right? would be the winner of whoever's the in fourth, fourth or s- fifth and sixth place. Yeah, fifth and sixth place versus seventh and eighth place. Mm. So this game might be have ramifications for next year, who's yeah. picking first overall, but that's really it. And I mean, that can be a big deal. Uh, I mean, are you taking Christian McCaffrey first overall next year? If you want him, you you have to win this game. Yeah, you, you it, he's got a he might have to win out to get to to win that. Well, right to, e- to get either, in. Either of them will. Uh, well, in yeah, the position them, they're yeah. in right now. Yeah. So that's the winner of this game 
will be in eighth place, I think, if I'm not mistaken, because Bruce is below them, and then there's Yeah, the winner of this Roger one will be... I mean, it depends. If Michael loses and... The, Michael has very little points, and That's I'm pretty true. sure that Rogers. They might jump him. all the way up to seventh place. Um, Michael is only ahead of either of them by. Michael has 1164. Rogers got 1113. Brittany's got 1110. So only 50, 54 points away. Yeah. So I mean, you know, if they win and Michael loses, and they're going to inch closer to. To Michael, if he does, if he keeps having games like he's been having, yeah, you know, Michael needs the points, and that's what's keeping him at seven instead of four is the fact that he's down in points. Yeah. So, so I mean, <clears throat> this game's kind of worthless as far as this season goes, but mm-hmm. but it's got huge draft implications. Maybe. Yeah. Tune in next season. <clears throat> if, if, yeah. <laughs> if we well, don't get canceled. I think uh, I think Brittany will beat Roger though. I really do. I think Deshaun Watson's gonna have a bounce back game and put up thirty five points against Indianapolis. I think Chris Carson's gonna put up twenty twenty five points against Philly. I, I think just, she's gonna have a good week, and she doesn't even necessarily have to have a great week with Roger's five best players all on yeah. by. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, Roger might play the waiver lottery and. There's not a lot out there. There's not. There's not at um, all. As I said, there's a lot of injuries out there. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's really just a it's a, it's a luck-based game at this point. If he like, blows up his team to win this week, so what? I mean, he's not, he's not ruining his playoff chances. Yeah. This is an all-in get who you can and take some chances and read True. some read some backstories. I know I've been getting notifications all day who's going to – play for this injured player mm-hmm. and who's going to play who are the Steelers yeah, signing stay off out the of bench? the Colts backfield <laughs> 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 I will find you <laughs> I mean who knows there's like six different players I know there's a few and I've got I've got a claim on somebody on that team so well but I doubt you're going to get them probably not no because I mean I'm sure there's you know, between between the few players, I'm sure that there's multiple people that have claims in on both of them. So yeah, or all three of them. But but, but yeah. I mean that they're they're not the only <sighs> backfield struggling right now. The Steelers backfield. I mean even I mean I'm not going to name players, but they they are signing people off the street practice squad. I know I've used that phrase a few times, <sighs> but literally they've got like their fifth or stri- sixth string running back. And they're not. These are not the only teams. Yeah, Detroit is struggling. The thing with Detroit, though, that like, cause I looked at that too, and it's like, who? Like, they've got um, what's the guy's name? The one that scored the touchdown. It was his first I NFL think. touchdown. Because Dallas drafted him last year, two thousand Scarborough. Yes, Bo Scarborough. Yeah, and but there's such a. You don't know what they're doing Especially there at without, running back without uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell what they're doing there with running back because whenever was it Johnson, yeah, went Ty, down, yeah, or, or carry on Johnson. carry on Johnson went down. Then it was like, oh, this guy's definitely going to take the workload. No. And Michael picked him up and yep, he didn't and didn't do anything. So it's it's you know you also have to look at that too. Is I mean you got Matt Breida hurt. You've got uh, I'm, yeah, I mean I'm I'm going to stop naming players, but like I said, waiver wire week. This is a big week yeah. for waiver wires. It could have big. Not only playoff implications for us, but 
draft implications for next year. Yeah, for the uh, the bottom the bottom feeders in the league. Indeed. Yep. So Brittany and Roger, one of you guys needs to win. Because um, I mean, right now there's four people that are buying for that fourth place spot, and that leaves three other people that you know if they if you know it it, it could those. No matter who makes it, the other three teams are going to be playing for the first round pick next year, the first overall pick next year. So it's going to be, it's going to come down to whoever wins this game because they're going to have obviously have a leg up on the other one. And I'd like to have my leg up on Roger. There are only three points difference between these two. So whoever wins is going to be up in points. So. Unless Brittany wins by two points, then it's going to still be a one-point thing. That would be weird. But, um, but yeah, this, one, this one's pretty big. So, yeah. All right. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I don't think. We have other podcasts. Yes, we do. We, you just recorded one for this upcoming week. Yeah, Wasted Local Talent. Yeah. Tell, tell them about it. Chris Rabb came back. Who? Chris Rabb. I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got his episode dropping on Thursday, and... We also have a new episode of D and D kinda that is an hour. It's like an hour and forty some minutes long. It's Ooh. a it's a heckin' long one. Um, that's dropping on Thursday. Um, I think Video Game Mythos is off for the week. Um, but yeah, we've got those three. Then we got Gurus of Gaming, who is every Monday. And you guys just did a Pokemon episode, right? Yeah, there's a Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're a fan of Pokemon or video games, we did a di- mm. deep dive into Pokemon and I believe they are recording this week I believe I'm on that one as well but there is a new gaming console well not even a console the Google Stadia mm-hmm. is releasing and I they're gonna we're gonna talk about that some for next week's episode so if you're into video games at all we also have video game mythos mm-hmm. which has been on fire lately that Luigi episode though Oh my gosh, I Luigi's my, my favorite. Michael sent it to me to listen to it to make sure that you know everything was good to go on it. And yeah. I was like, you really need to stop telling me everything that you're talking about in these episodes because it was so good, but I knew what was, you know, I knew what was unfolding. Yeah. I was like, just you know, just give me the episode and let me listen. You know, it's it's one thing if I have to edit it for him, like the the Majora's Mask one, the yeah. Ben Drowns one. Um you know, because that, that takes a while, especially that long of an episode. That was a long one. Um but those shorter ones, I like to go into it with, you know, I want to learn. I don't want to already know, and I want to be surprised. Yeah. So I told him to stop. And that's <laughs> that's one thing. I know Michael has let me know what upcoming episodes there are, mm-hmm. and he's even played a few intros for me just as like a teaser, but he's kept everything really close to the chest. He's like, I'm doing Luigi. I know you really like Luigi. So like 6 a.m., uh, Thursday morning, I'm like, download, download, yeah. download. And it <laughs> it's was, a good one. I listened to it on the way to work. It was great. It's really good. Ryan Wilfong does it too. He's yeah. kind of great, but yeah. I mean. He's great in his own way. Yeah. But yeah, so we've got, like we said, Video Game Mythos, D&D Kinda, Gurus of Gaming, all under the 13 Palm Tree shade. Coming down the home stretch. Yeah. Fantasy football. We are. Kinda we've got four more weeks. Total. Yep. So we'll be doing four more of these podcasts. Maybe five. We might do a season recap and try to have more people on. Yeah. Um, if we can do it like on a Sunday or something, whenever like more people are free. Yeah. yeah. Pre-recorded, put a microphone in their face. Yeah. How did that 
loss make you <laughs> yeah. feel? We'll just interview everybody on the team or everybody in the league. We'll just be like, you know, one I, by one. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. Colin Kaepernick. But <laughs> yeah. I saw someone who said that's my relationship status. What? Ready for three years, ready denied for, for three years. <laughs> oh, story of my life. Wow, this is a long one. Is it? All right, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's all right. I can just listen to it on my way home. And so can you. So tune in next week and tune in Thursday to hear more from Chris Rabb and his novella that he's coming up with that he's writing. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.